What is up, Badger fans? Justin here. I decided, and I talked to Rajiv about this, that I'm going to dive into a couple of things that I find interesting that I'm hopeful that Luke Fickle can go into to help improve the Wisconsin program moving forward. One of the areas that we've kind of identified was the offensive, or I'm sorry, the defensive line, where recruiting has been, let's just say, a disappointment over the last, I would say, decade. So it's one of the things I'm going to dive into here, and I'm going to say to you straight off the bat, I think there's a team that is probably one that we should take a look at mimicking, and you might be surprised who it is. We'll talk about it next. Welcome to the Bucky Report, your destination for all things Wisconsin Badgers. Authentic takes. Oh, my God. Game analysis. Touchdown, Badgers. Ring one up. And discussion from the fan perspective. Thanks for joining us. And on Wisconsin. Hey, everybody. So for the purposes of this, I decided I was going to take a dive into what I thought were some interesting things that I was finding regarding our defensive line recruiting. To be quite honest, I think there's a couple of things that stand out to me right off the bat that I look at. Number one, we're not getting enough bodies into that room. Um, Looking at this over the course of the last from 2003 to 2019, we had a total of eight commits for our defensive line recruiting. Now, there are guys that have been pushed into that room who are kind of recruited for possibly two different things, Uh, Ben Barton being one of them, who is a guy that was at first an offensive lineman that they transitioned back over to defense. He, He was actually pretty good on both sides of the ball in high school. It's a position that they decided that he had some versatility, but there's no way of looking at it beyond the fact that he was brought in as an offensive lineman. Like we converted him because he had that flexibility, but that's not what he was brought into the program to be. Um, at this point, I, I, you know, the big deal to me, the, some of the factors that I wanted to take a look at here, number one was how many guys are we bringing in? Who was brought in for defensive line specifically? And who are the guys and, and how we compare to say one of our contemporaries um, in the, for the purposes of this, I chose Iowa. Now, Iowa runs a 4-3. It is a different scheme, but there's a lot of other correlations that I feel like do match us in terms of the area that we're recruiting from, the the lack of talent availability that we're dealing with. That will be something that most fans will point out to when we want to look at the high-level recruiting that we want to get into. And one of the big things here that I noticed straight off the bat when I dove into this was when I take a look at Iowa's recruiting over the last Uh, cycles going from 2023 back to 2019, they have taken in 22 defensive line prospects. That is a ton. And it's pretty obvious that that team rates their defensive line recruiting as one of their their fundamental areas of where they need to hit in order to be a good good program. Uh, During that time, they had 15 of those players be a .87 or above composite on the 247 composite recruiting uh, rating. They also had seven that were above an 88. So by comparison on that, Wisconsin had eight commits and two commits that are over an 87. Those two were both over an 88 in Curtis Neal and in Rodas Johnson. But simply put, there's just not enough bodies going into that room. And that's kind of where you see the difference here. The, The overall composite scores through this time period, we were lower than Iowa, who has higher numbers, which to me was kind of, it makes me uncomfortable looking at this. Iowa has a 0.8727 
uh, composite ranking across those 22 prospects, we have a 0.8614. And that tells me that we're taking in less guys, but they tend to be more polarizing in terms of the recruits that we're bringing in, especially considering we had two that are kind of pulling up the rest of the recruits. So looking at this, it really became obvious to me kind of digging into this data that Iowa has clearly made an investment in terms of bringing in a, a lot of bodies that are higher ranked guys and getting those guys in. And if you miss, at least you have other guys that you felt really confident in your evaluations that are high level talents. Wisconsin, on the other hand, seems to take seems to have put less effort into this. And I don't want to hit the hammer on the prior coaching staff because I did take Luke Fickle out of the equation for this because, quite honestly, we don't know. There's no data, which is why I also took Iowa out of this, which, to be quite honest, the 2024 class actually improves their their rating. Now, Wisconsin's has also improved just by the fact that uh, Dylan Johnson is actually rated fairly well for a recruit. Um, but Right now, I'm going to keep hands off that, and we'll, we'll evaluate data going forward from this point on. But looking at it, it's pretty clear Wisconsin needs to take more time in adding bodies to that room and adding quality bodies to that room. You know, if I was going to pull in 22 kids over that course, I would. I think you know the difference in scheme. Taking that out of the equation, I don't see any reason why Wisconsin shouldn't be at 14 bodies, 15 bodies in that. You know. I, clearly, I was going to have more because of scheme, but there's a reason why Wisconsin needs to get more in there. And I know people will bang the drum for our outside linebackers being edges. That's not the case going forward. The The defensive ends in the 3-3-5 are meant to be more pass rush guys. We're expected to get guys who are more athletic and offer more pass rush flexibility than what we've had in the past. They're not going to be just tree stumps that are going to be out there expected to take on bodies and read and react. It's going to be, we want you to be aggressive. We want you to make plays in the backfield. In order to do that, you're going to have to find guys that have athleticism. You're going to have to find guys that are capable of rushing the passer. So going forward, I expect us to hopefully be adding more bodies. Now we have two guys in this current class, and like I said, Dylan Johnson and in Hank Weber. We are hopefully have another guy who's going to be visiting in the early December timeframe, which is Ernest Weiler Jr., who is a very highly ranked kid, um, who hopefully can add to that. Now, Looking at the numbers that I was talking about, yeah, three should be the minimum we should probably be bringing in in the class, and hopefully with some flexibility with some of those guys. Ideally, you want guys who can can be edge guys, but can also be guys that are capable of sliding inside on a first down and being able to provide some athletic run support. Um, I'm hopeful that this is the start of something new in terms of what we're seeing from philosophy. I know Coach Fickle's probably going to really hit on this position going forward, but I do expect us to add more numbers. I do expect us to add more quality, and I do think that Iowa's scheme in terms of quality is something that we can mimic. If Wisconsin can get into the 0.87, 0.88 composite ranking for our defensive line, it will make a world of difference in terms of the level of athleticism that's in that group and also the level of quality overall that's in that group in case somebody actually goes down, which is something that we cannot currently withstand with the group that we have. So I just wanted to take a moment to kind of talk about this for you guys, give you something to kind of think about yourself. You know, let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you think that, you know, the number of bodies that we're seeing coming in there are fine, or if you think that I'm right and we should be adding, you know, close to 13, 14, 15 guys into that room. So we have some more versatility and flexibility with the guys that we're bringing in and hopefully some higher rank guys. Um, but give me your thoughts on this. I, these are one of the areas that I want to dive into maybe a little bit more often 
uh, some of the areas where I feel like there's some shortcomings that are addressable with the staff that I don't feel like leaning on the location issue and access to talent is a, a reasonable expectation for an excuse, I would say. Wisconsin has underperformed in this area, and I think it's an area that we need to improve. So I'm hopeful that this is an area that we can bump up, which by you know, doing so will bump up the defense in general. But give me your thoughts, guys. Let me know what you think. And hopefully this gives you a little something extra on a Saturday morning, given that it's a night game. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Bucky Report or The Bucky Report Podcast from wherever you get your content. Until next time, on Wisconsin.